I don't believe that we should ever have good money again before we take the thing out of the hands of government. Welcome back, everyone. We're Simply Bitcoin. We break down the news, the daily fail, meme review, software releases, hardware releases, and the websites by plebs. Joining us today, fellow Bitcoiner that likes to yell at people on the internet and co-host of Block Digest, we've got Shinobius joining us. But right now, we are diving into the numbers. Let's do it. Number time. Brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference ever hosted in sunny, sunny Miami Beach, Florida. The speaker list is crazy. Recently announced Jordan Peterson, Naim Bukele, Michael Saylor, Saifedean, Adam Back. It'll be absolutely bonkers and you can take advantage of the link down below for 10% off your tickets to Bitcoin 2022. At the time of this recording, the block height is 723,812. The Bitcoin price, 40,660 chain rewrite days, 703 total public lightning capacity, 3,459.35. I'm pretty sure that's a that's a new all-time high, Nico. Anyways, Moscow time, 2459. Blocks to the halvening, 116,188. And the Samurai Whirlpool unspent capacity is 4,373.47. And for the people who don't know, this is the new metric that we've added. And Samurai Whirlpool is a collaborative spend or coin join service. The numbers, Nico. Uh, I'm glad that we're taking advantage of the time that, you know, we could talk about that before it becomes illegal. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to get to all that jazz in a second. But anyways, Phil, I have some good stuff to talk about today. And we have Shinobi. We have an awesome guest to talk about this stuff. Um, Canadian government did something very interesting. I, I This is one of those things that was like an unintended consequence. I think that they thought they were trying to get something. Uh, but anyways, let, let me give everybody some context once I figure out how to share the screen. Here we go. Okay. Uh, this is a tweet by Marty Met. Um, this is, uh, you know, I think her name is er er Friedland something, right? She's the finance minister. Uh, let's hear what she has to say, and then let's see let's see what the unintended consequences were of of this. This is really scary, but let's watch the video first. So you're confirming that accounts have been frozen, both personal and corporate, but you're not releasing the information. And the actual follow-up is, um, I'm just wondering whether the bank accounts will be targeted of individuals who donated to the Give, Send, Go and the GoFundMe campaigns. Are they considered designated people under the Emergencies Act, meaning that their credit cards could be cut and financial services are targeting them as well? Okay, so... The names of both individuals and entities, as well as crypto wallets, have been shared by the RCMP with financial institutions, and accounts have been frozen, and more accounts will be frozen. Uh, crowdfunding platforms and payment service providers have started the registration process with FinTrack. Uh, in terms of the specifics on whose accounts are being frozen, uh, you now have the regulations. The financial service providers have those regulations as well. And they, working with law enforcement, will be making the operational decisions. 
That is some fucking totalitarian shit. Um, anyways, uh, let's hear... This is a trucker, right? I guess he had his account frozen, right? Uh, anyways, let's check out what he had to say. So that is the government, our prime minister, declaring his War Measures Act, the Desperate Measures Act, and freezing my account and many others. I'm curious, does that scare you or does that empower you? I can tell for me, it definitely doesn't scare me. We have many ways to go around this. There are a lot of resources, but I'm curious. Answer the poll here. Anyways, uh, and here is a screenshot of the bank outages because obviously if you start freezing people's fucking accounts, what do they do? They start withdrawing the fucking cash out of the accounts. That causes kind of like a mini bank run. What is a bank run? Banks, they used to be fractionally reserved. Not so, they're zero reserve banking now. So they don't even have the money at hand if everyone wanted to withdraw at the same time. That's essentially what happened in Canada. What I've been hearing, right, is that they're limiting people to how much cash they could withdraw from ATMs, from the tellers. So again, this is one of the unintended consequences. And uh, yeah, uh, what fucking butt, what, what a butt fuck, dude. And not only that, dude, the scariest part about this, which by the way, isn't a thing, isn't a legal precedent, is the retroactive punishment, right? So when people were donating to GoFundMe and Give, Send, Go and were donating in Bitcoin, it wasn't illegal. It was declared illegal. And then essentially what she's saying is that we're retroactively seek going back in time, seeing who 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 donated when it wasn't against the law, whatever fucking bullshit law they came out of nowhere because it didn't go through the legend. It was, it was executive order, the Canadian version of that. So these are crazy fucking times. These are insane times. Phil, you're Canadian. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> there, you know what? If it, very simple, if we don't want to live in a world like this, where we're being censored like this, start learning about Bitcoin. This is fantastic advertisement. You know what? We couldn't have put together a better script. We really couldn't have put together a better script. <laughs> Take a look at that. This is exactly it, and that is scary as hell. I mean, don't get me wrong, I haven't lived in Canada for a while, but like I said yesterday on yesterday's episode, the majority of my family still lives there. Um, I don't know, my, my parents are in their 70s, so to be honest, I, I don't even think, I, I'm not really sure that they're really, you know, really impacted by this. You know, I've asked my father, you know, about the truckers and stuff like that. He, you know, doesn't seem to really know that much. But anyways, my point is, is that this is scary. These are... I never thought that we'd end up seeing this. And that tweet from, from Marty is exactly correct. I mean, did, did you really think that that's what a financial terrorist would look like? No, she, I she didn't a, think so. She had a and fucking smile on her face, She bro. was smirking. She was she smirking. She was like, about mm, yeah, we're going to ruin people's lives. Why not? Yeah, like, what a fucking crazy... All she's going to do is cause people to innovate. They're going to get frustrated. They're going to innovate. And they're going to circumvent and create an ecosystem outside of these people's control. Absolutely. So and they, they don't get to win, man. They don't get to win. Bitcoin is perfect for that. But anyways, Shinobi, you're an expert. You're professional at making fun of people on the internet. What are your thoughts on this? 
Um, you know, I'm just, I think she's just taken out the fact that she can't really control what her husband's doing at home, um, on the whole country. It's, you know, he, he she, she just yells and yells and yells all day and he never listens. So just all candidate. Yeah, I, dude, very fucking good point. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, do you think she's frustrated? Is that what it is? I see it. I see it. she's frustrated at home. I think Shinobi has a good point. And she's taking it out on everybody else. Bitcoin fixes this. It's it's that gleeful look. Like, mm-hmm. somebody finally has to listen to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of makes a good point, right? <laughs> she, totally. She's like, like, pretty much her smile dropped when she had to answer the questions. <laughs> she was like, like, she was all happy. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> like wait a second what <laughs> what, what's I'm next the, bro yeah. the fucking camps like what the fuck is wrong with these people bro these people are nut jobs man this is fucking crazy Dude, shit. it's i think it's important to contextualize this with two years ago where we literally had bands of people all over the world just smashing things burning shit like destroying property and attacking people that, that was a peaceful protest. It was a peaceful, um, Shinobi, but, but it was this. a peaceful protest, okay? What the trucker, the bounce houses with kids is unacceptable. Unacceptable? Kids can get it's hurt terrorism. in those bounce houses. It, it's it's terrorism. But, but it, it's like, like dr- look at that, that comparison. Who the government protects uh. and who they persecute. And think about why they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Because one of those groups is already dependent on them. Yes. The other one isn't yet. Shinobi brings up a great point, and I just want to add to it, right? It also depends on on who's funding the protest and whether it's government-sponsored and approved or not. So it, it all depends, right? Like the truckers, mm-hmm. they're standing up for freedom. That That's not really a government-sponsored item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's... It, it, it's 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 absolutely maniacal these people and and the, the the funniest part about all this is that these are the same people that want you to use their central bank digital currencies these are the same fucking nut jobs that are just yep. like you could trust us like i don't know just saying just saying anyways Nico, they're not going to do anything bad they're not going to do anything <laughs> wrong look they don't abuse their power okay we we can see that Okay, but to be say to be to be fair, to be fair, because we have to be fair here. Yes. How much do you think this is because you know Trudeau is related to Castro? Do you think it runs in the family? This totalitarian communism. You think that has to do with it? Is that a thing, or am I just talking shit? Dude, it's not just that. It's his stepdad too. Like, I think the last time the Emergency Powers Act was used was his by his father to put down uh, an attempted rebellion in Quebec. Wasn't it? It, it? It's both sides. Interestingly enough, though, and to your point, Shinobi, which is really strange, right? Even though he did that, for some reason, he was very well liked and respected, which is really odd. Which, anyways, as I've seen is kind of what gave rise to his son being able to get into the position that he got into so young, you know, and so incapable. They put people in camps at the end of that too. They, they put people in camps. Is this where you think this is where this is going? 
Shinobi? Because I don't see any other outcome. Like, this is, you know, they, look, if you study history... It's going to escalate. It's going gonna, it's gonna to escalate. Who, who backs down? Um, clearly, though, clearly, right? And I want to highlight this fact, right? Is that the Bitcoin thing scared the living shit out of them, right? And that actually led to a response by the U.S. government, which we'll get to in the news segment in a little bit. Um, because she specifically mentioned and cryptocurrencies, right? And then we covered on yesterday's show, if you watched it, right, where it was so funny, the the our, our Royal Canadian Mounted Police or whatever released a, a list of Bitcoin addresses. They can't do anything about it, right? But uh, it's just, you know, this is... I don't know where this is going, but take your Bitcoin off of exchanges. That's all I got to say. But anyways, Phil, it's time for the Daily Fail. Brought to you by Amber app. Check them out. Amber.app. It is the easiest way to buy Bitcoin, a Bitcoin stacking app by actual Bitcoiners. Low fees, fair spreads, smart automation. The link is down below. Amber, the smart way to stack sets. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pivot from from some serious fails, right? We're gonna pivot from what from what Nico just went through in the numbers. We're gonna pivot to a little more lighthearted, but still, still terrible fails. I'm gonna start off with something quick here. I I always I love uh, Rudy Havenstein's account. I, I find it so so entertaining, and he always comes up with these you know juicy bits of information. Anyways, let's take a look at this tweet. My first experience with crypto carnage was with Lehman Coin. Now, of course, there's a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of people that may not understand this, but for those of us that were around and trading during the 2008 mortgage crisis, this is what it was like to hold Lehman Brothers. Now, keep in mind, up at the top, it shows lehmq.pk. The PK stands for pink sheets, okay? Pink sheets are kind of like, well, shit coins are, are a lot worse, but pink sheets in the stock market world are companies that couldn't actually get listed on a proper exchange. So they just trade on the pink sheets, okay? They don't meet the criteria, um, their earnings requirements and their reporting to, uh, to be traded on exchange. Now, of course, Lehman Brothers did meet those requirements, but the problem that happened with Lehman Brothers is that it became a shitcoin, became just as bad as a shitcoin, um, because as you can see here, it was all the way up at like $80, and we can see right down at the bottom, the date 2008, and the mortgage crisis ensued, and there it was at $0.03, cents where it just completely died. So yes, that was just one of them. There was also Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, and there was also, people will remember, Bear Stearns. All of them became shitcoins. Anyways. Some people will argue that they're already shitcoins, right? The, because the, the they're thing, stocks and the they're thing, really just IOUs. The thing that I find interesting, though, is that the government chose what companies failed and what companies didn't, you know? And that that was the interesting part to me, right? Which is like we live through this facade of like, yeah, we have capitalism, you know? But it's like this, you know, all-powerful government with the money printer behind them. Like, yeah, Goldman Sachs, you're fine. AIG, no, you're not good. Burstered. And it happens to be that the, the Treasury Secretary at the time was uh, part of, you know, uh, Goldman Sachs. Like, he was at Goldman Sachs. Like, he was part of Goldman Sachs. So Goldman Sachs, you know, got the bailout, right? But, you know, Burstered, which happens to be a competitor of Goldman Sachs, they, they fucking crash and go to zero. It's just the, the fucking amount of corruption and, you know, this facade of capitalism, right? It's just such fucking bullshit. Anyways... 
Oh, yeah. It, and, and don't get me wrong. That's why they call it government sacks, right? Because you go from working at Goldman to the government, usually the Treasury or, you know, the Fed. Then you go back to Goldman or you do speeches for a while and then come back to the Fed. It's, you know, it's kind of a revolving circle jerking door. Anyways, dude, you gotta love when Clinton repealed Glass-Steagall to let consumer banks take consumer deposits, put them in highly speculative investments, Mm -hmm. and then create a government mandated program to encourage home ownership amongst an entire group of people that can't afford to pay that mortgage, inflated the whole market, crashed it, and then picked who gets to survive. (laughs) <laughs> and if you and, no, and you're absolutely right. And what ended up happening, right? Giant companies like BlackRock have been buying depressed real estate from that mm-hmm. time. Been doing yep. it for years. I mean, really, if we if we zoom out, an argument could be made that corporate more corporations own homes, or I should say, more. There's an increasing number of corporations that own homeland, so to speak, rather yep. than you know, quote unquote, industrial land. Anyways. That's pretty scary stuff. I wonder why they're buying all that up. I wonder why BlackRock's buying that up. It's almost like they want to lease it out to us. You you will own nothing and be happy. (laughs) No, come on. They never said that. Remember, they they've been putting out all this this press that that that's made up by us. Right. That's that's made up. We we never saw them say that. Remember, (laughs) even though we have it, even though even though we have it actually in a recording of one of their YouTube channels from the World Economic Forum saying that that's fake. Fucking people are bad shit. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> opt out with Bitcoin, bro. Opt out with Bitcoin, you have to deal with political money. Anyways, okay. what's, the, what's the next one? All right, let's move on. This is uh, this is a tweet from Eve. That's right. We're going to dive into the NFT shitcoinery. I'm apologizing. I'm apologizing to Shinobius, right? Because this is something that we've learned from doing the daily fail. We come to a point. We come to a point where where Bitcoiners have have gotten offended by by us going through this because it really is crap. And I do apologize in advance. Okay. The highlight so. though was when we had fucking Adam back on the show, right? And then Phil had the audacity and the nerve to make him sit through this shit. And Adam Back said, I think, four words. He said four words to the fucking fail, Phil. It was great. It was the best four words ever. But, yeah, anyways. Yeah. So now yeah, we warn our guests. Before. Yeah, we warn the guests. So there's your warning. Uh, here we go. The worst right. part, though, is that the audience enjoys this the most because of how uncomfortable the guest and I get. And Phil is enjoying it the entire time. Yeah, this is hilarious. Okay, so here we go. Let's dive in. For this is a tweet from... <laughs> Sorry? Yeah, no, it is funny for me. I mean, this is... Hey, look, there's got to be entertainment, right? There's, there's got to be there's got to be something at the end of this shitcoin rainbow. We at least need to make people laugh. Okay, here we go. So, this ad FT article on NFT is pure comedic gold in the same way we went from autocracies and feudalism in our real life to democracies. The same thing is happening in our digital lives. Yes. Yes, let's create something meaningful out of NFTs. Here we go. You know, I think they're right. I really do think they're right with this one. Like we went from uh, an intelligent group of people running everything to like different intelligent groups of people, you know, fighting over who's going to run everything to like mobs of morons mm-hmm. calling yep. the shots. Yep. I, I think that this is spot on. I, I agree. I agree. That part I, of it is spot on. I, I, did you ever see that like Indian guru video where like he says it's so slow and so well? He's like, you see... The problem with democracy <laughs> is that people are retarded. Have you seen that fucking video? That it, I like have not. It, yes, it summarizes yes. exactly what Shinobi's talking about, right? About right, which is this idea. Look, Bitcoin ain't democratic, bro. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. And it's much better that way. Right? But anyways, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. avoids mob rule. Fucking... Okay, so here we go. Let's let's dive into some mob rule logic. Okay, here we go. Some NFTs can operate like participatory art experiments where buyers can get involved in creating new art together. The art is not static. It's a story being told. And that, to me, is the most interesting use of the technology. Field is one of the new breed of investors on the West Coast in the burgeoning digital art world. I, I always pay attention to the wording, right? And I always have to call it out. You notice that they call them investors and not speculators, right? But really... They're speculating and really, really, they're gambling. Okay? But it's okay. We're going to call them investors because somebody has to buy this useless crap. And they may as well feel good about themselves at the end of the day, right? Here we go. It comes as the wider market for NFTs, essentially digital ownership certificates registered on an immutable blockchain. While there are many emerging use cases for NFTs, such as establishing royalties for music, typically NFT. PFPs, which are profile pictures, are avatars of human or animal faces from cats to penguins to apes, and the most popular cost and trade at hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. I just want to outline right here at the be- at the beginning here that NFTs could possibly get used as royalties for music. Um, make no mistake, people want to get paid in a currency they can use, not some shitcoin that represents ownership that isn't tied to anything. This is this is nonsense crap. That's anyways. All right, I'm continuing yeah, on. Yeah, here. look at the look at those pictures, bro. Oh this yeah, no, this like is it. this is art. This, this is art, Nico. We just don't understand. Looks real to me, bro. <laughs> this is you know what? It's you know what? It's shaping art in dimensions we just don't understand. Oh, we man. just don't understand it. All right. Collectors describe one of the most prolific collections, the Bored Ape Yacht Club, as having a fraternity-esque quality to it. When users buy their cartoon primate for at least six-figure sum, they typically take to Twitter, writing that they've aped up or using the hashtag #ApeFollowApe to encourage others to follow them online. Indeed. There are numerous dangers to entering the fast-paced and freewheeling world of NFTs, which does not offer consumer protections. Tegan Klein, co-founder of crypto group Edge and Node, and former investment banker at Bank of America, warns investors of big hacks and the highly engineered scams that are emerging in the NFT sector, such as rug pulls, where founders make off with funds. We need to check ourselves not to become greedy and stay educated on the types of scams out there. If it seems too good to be true, it is. That's right. Selling JPEGs online for millions of dollars is too good to be true, and it isn't real. And thinking that you own those JPEGs is also complete imagination. Anyways, investors in the space continue to face pushback from the mainstream art world. There are critics who argue that NFTs are worthless JPEGs that can be copied. Therefore, the market is boosted by false scarcity. Uh Uh-huh. An NFT does everything that traditional art does, but better. Other than being able to hold it in your hand, it has color, range, movement, provenance in a way that doesn't exist in real art. That's right. They said it right there in real art. Okay, now let's go back to this, right? The NFT does everything that traditional art does, but better. There's traditional artists that feel a little differently about this actual artists that are making quote unquote real art that they don't necessarily feel the same way. Let's dive into this article here. Huge mess of theft and fraud. Artists sound alarmed as NFT crime proliferates. 
Van Barley is a popular digital artist with millions of followers on social media. She's one of the growing number of artists who have had online images of theirs stolen, minted as unique digital assets on a blockchain and offered up to trade in cryptocurrency on the NFT platform OpenSea. OpenSea has grown at a dizzying pace and is now valued at $13 billion, but amid its spectacular rise, the company is doing far too little to prevent the trade in fraudulent NFTs. Some artists charge and is placing much of the burden of policing art fraud on the artists themselves. That's right. Of course. They, they, there's no way that they can stop this crap. Okay? This is just utter nonsense. What they should do is shut down their marketplace. But the problem is, is that there's so many people that are willing to take money and fleece the noobs that some other marketplace is going to pop up and steal artist art. So... Anyways, it, this is just absolute bullshit. Among the problems is that anyone can mint a digital file as an NFT, whether or not they have rights to it in the first place, and the process is anonymous by default. It's much easier to make forgeries in the blockchain space than in the traditional art world. It's as simple as right-click save, said Tina Rivers Ryan, a curator and expert in digital art at the Albright Knox Gallery in Buffalo, New York. It's also harder to fight forgers. How do you sue the anonymous holder of a crypto wallet in which in which jurisdiction? DeviantArt, a decades old online community for digital artists that hosts half a billion pieces of digital art, began monitoring the blockchain for copies of their users work last fall. After NFT based on stolen work by King Han, a beloved artist who died in 2020 after publicly chronicling her struggle with cancer, were found for sale on OpenSea. That's right. These ridiculous inclusive shitcoiners that pretend that they're all about this kumbaya crap there you go you're selling some dead person's stuff to keep the lights on that is despicable shit anyways DVArt has sent 90,000 alerts about possible fraud to thousands of their users since then company executives said it's now scanning for fraud across 4 million newly minted NFTs each week the number of alerts doubled from October to November and grew by 300% from November to mid-December that's right because anybody can simply steal art and mint it in December bots began attacking the site Modi Levy Def defiant deviant arts chief operations officer said scraping whole galleries of artist works the pieces would later appear on NFT marketplaces often with artists names and watermarks ah, what did i tell you what did i tell you what did i tell you the watermarks they work bro they that's work right <laughs> it's not an nft though you know what nico the watermark doesn't represent ownership but it definitely depicts ownership and lets everyone knows who owns the art anyways and, and just to show everybody right it took me less than two seconds to go and google this crap okay but here we go we can mint NFTs on Polygon for free, for absolute nothing money. We can just go and create bullshit images and then try to sell them to fleece noobs. So anyone that is pretending to you that this is somehow some new dimension of art, make no mistake, you are, you are literally partaking in tomorrow's, in, in tomorrow's Beanie Babies. They are completely worthless there is no scarcity when it could be minted a million times over look they are a fantastic scam since icos okay it, it, they literally made icos even easier because now nobody even has to come up with a white paper nobody even has to prove anything all they got to do is come up with a jpeg to steal your money I'm surprised. I just got to say, I'm going to take a different angle because you guys have heard sure. me, you know, beat the same dead horse over and over again, you know, essentially 
essentially you know pointing out that you know essentially what an nft is fucking you could just make a perfect copy of it you know take a screenshot make a perfect copy of it you can't make a perfect copy of a piece of art right i've said that a thousand times i'm gonna take a different angle i'm surprised shinobi didn't just leave while we were going through that uh that's the first comment second comment is uh so i appreciate that shinobi thank you uh second thing is um I, dude, when you read all that shit, it just I just feel like humans don't deserve Bitcoin. And uh, I think that they're, they're we're fucking morons. And I, that's the thing. Honestly, it worries me because I'm like, OK, game theory of Bitcoin is perfect. But are people too stupid to realize what's been gifted, what's been handed to them? Um, and I don't know. Anyways, Shinobi. If you're still there, what are your I thoughts? just think that's super fucking low and disgusting to be taking people's art and flipping them as NFTs. Like, that's effectively stealing income from those people. That's shit they created. Like, if anybody should be selling a fucking NFT and making money off that, it should be the people who created the art. Like, that's just fucking below scumbag. It, it, that's a beautiful metaphor for what fiat does, right? It's 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 just a fiat like it's just it's fiat, bro. It's the ethos of fiat in NFTs and shit coins and IC. It's the NFTs are the ICOs of this cycle, you know. And it's just totally. it's it's just total bullshit. Um, but again, it's just it's total hype. And you know they get all those celebrities endorsers to just you know pump that shit out. And and yeah. Anyways, just be just be glad, Shinobius, that you weren't here for Bitmouse. Oh, that was just that. just just be glad you weren't here for that 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 review. <laughs> you made Greg Foss. I don't even want to know. You made no, you Greg, don't. <laughs> you made Greg. He made Greg Foss it through. What was it? Oh, that was hell. Injecting a Bitcoin private key into a fucking mouse. That's what Phil wanted to cover. Anyways, but but wait, but wait, and then there's a token attached to it. What? Yes. Yeah. 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 It was because I, because you can't do that without a shitcoin. Dude, I wanted to tear my eyes out. Literally, I'm like looking. I'm like, Phil, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Anyway, but it was entertaining. People liked it, of course, because they, anyways. They wouldn't let me speak the rest of the show. They actually wouldn't. (laughs) I I, I went to go give my opinion, and Nico's like, no, you're done, bud. (laughs) Dude, I mean, what the fuck is somebody doing with mice? (laughs) Like, dude, you got to get a sea turtle. You got to flip that thing upside down and scratch one word, (laughs) the number of the word into the bottom of the shell and let it go they live like a hundred plus years a Mm. mouse that's not a fucking secure place to store your bitcoin get 12 fucking sea turtles let them back out in the ocean this is a joke it's a joke by the way it's a joke youtube okay uh but yes turtles a lot more durable than mice um that's fucked up did that mice agree to that anyways getting sidetracked so it's time for the daily meme review brought to you by citadel 21 it's the best Bitcoin cultural zine. Has stories, articles, comics by toxic Bitcoiners. Actual pleb signal in this zine. Definitely get it. And they're scarce. There's only a thousand copies made per volume. Get your print of Citadel 21 today. All right, everybody. Now that we're done talking about mice and turtles and NFTs, let's check out the meme review. Um, this is the power of Bitcoin, right? It's really giving Naim Bukele and the people of El Salvador. A lot more power, you know, they feel comfortable to, you know, make fun of the American empire. I think this meme perfectly represents that. It's Uncle Sam, you know, uh, Naim Bukele sitting on a Bitcoin throne. You know, it doesn't really represent what Bitcoin's about, but I like the meme. Please, Bitcoin, 
will destroy us begging it, right? Uh, here is by Bicquitries or whatever. So this Canadian is responding. This is a power of memes, by the way. Canada Federal uh, Police Force demands regulated financial firms cease transacting with Freedom Convoy and Bitcoin addresses like we reported. Governments, how to stop Bitcoin. You can't crying. Again, simplifying, that doesn't mean they're not going to try. We're going to get to that in the news segment. Here's Hong Kogan, right? Responded to what we covered during the numbers. Bank run Bitcoiners, Canadian freedom lovers, their hair, their hair stands up. Absolutely hilarious. Moving on to the next one. Ghosts of Stony, Canada, hyperinflation, banned 34 Bitcoin addresses. Highly accurate. Uh, that's what happens. Um, this is by Ramtas. When you have to get ready for work so the government can steal half of what you earn. Very accurate. It's from Rick and Morty. Very accurate. Uh, last, but not, last but not least by Cedric. Um, if you keep them busy with basic needs, they will forget about the freedom that they lost, right? And here again, you know, they're going for the thing that cannot be named, the stimulus. And, you know, this is what I was talking about when we were talking about the NFTs, right? Is that like, yo, there's literally a golden goose given. People are just like, no, it's the stimulus. Let's, let's put those $1,200 into a picture of a fucking monkey, right? Uh, anyways, for that, I'm going to give it this next-gen... I don't know if I could do that. Uh, I'm gonna give it this this mouse for my PC. Yeah, a mouse. Does the bottom have LEDs? It has a. Or it just has the LED wheel. No, it has look look. There's a button that you could press. It spins like infinitely, and then if you press it, it stops. But there's nothing on it that lights up. Yeah, yeah. Look, this. I can. Okay, change good. The color okay, I'm just making too. sure that that that's a light up logo. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You course. need the proper light up stuff. Yeah, uh, it just yeah, makes you it could, all more fun. You could also change the color of it too. It's one of those things. Like it has a little like you know UI on the computer. You could like you know change it. I like it. It's a good mouse. It's a good quality mouse. Anyways, what were you speaking of mouse? Right. right, we speak a lot about my mouse today. Right. That's why. Not I did related. It. Not it's, related. It, yes, it is. It's connected. Okay, but I am giving it because you know what? The, the, those were the, those were fire memes. So I'm going with the Bitcoin magnet from Quinn Solo. That's right. He makes these wooden he makes these wooden cutouts. Does all kinds of cool stuff. Anyways, Bitcoin magnet. Good good score. Anyways, Shinobi, what would you give those memes? I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. An empty McDonald's wrapper. I was not really impressed. An empty <laughs> McDonald's wrapper. That's a good score, I guess. Uh, a mouse or mice and a Bitcoin. Where, where's the edginess? Where's the crossing the line? Where's the risking getting banned from Twitter? <laughs> like these are the qualities of, of good memes. Dude, it, it, listen, we get our memes from the Bitcoin, Simply Bitcoin Telegram group, which you should definitely join right now. Um, so apparently, you know, the people in the group, they got to step it up. They got We need edgier memes, right? Because apparently this wasn't enough for... Shinobius. You know, you know what it is though. Maybe what's happened is, is that we've become complacent. Mm. We've become complacent, and Shinobi came in and just shook it up and made us realize. All right, we got to get dirty. That you know, the, the the last good meme I saw that really just had me cackling was Yellow's banana bread meme with oh, the guy yeah, in the tree. Okay, that was great. Look, 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 you know what? I there's redemption here. You guys are gonna feel say some things while I pull this up. Okay, things, stuff, more words. things, more things, words. <laughs> uh, there is redemption here. Some I things. I referenced I referenced a video earlier on in the show, right? And when we were talking, I already hear it playing. 
Look, I referenced the video, okay, earlier on the show, and I'm going to show you guys what that video is, right? And he says it perfectly, right? This this uh, this guru, right? Yes. And here is, right? Redemption, because Shinobi's here. I've seen this guy. All right, and this is kind of a meme, essentially, but it's also true. This is why. A meme can only be funny if it's true. Anyways, let's check it out. Because democracy basically means Government <laughs> by the people of the people for the people. But the people are retarded. He's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Oh man. Okay. Oh, All right, Shinobi. We're, we're including ourselves in that. Right? Yeah, so, absolutely, dude. Okay, Shinobi. Humans here. Would you like to change your score now? A loaded open gun. Ooh. Very good scores. Anyways, guys, make sure to subscribe to us on alternative video platforms because we do talk shit about a lot of people. Like Rumble.com and, of course, our personal favorite, BitcoinTV.com. But anyways, Phil, it's time for the daily news. Brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch, like the famous 3D printed Bitcoin Humney Badger. Comes in three different sizes, opens up. You put your favorite hardware wallet in there. And you can take advantage of the link down below for 5% off anything on the store, CryptoCloaks.com. Okay, guys, we've been told you we are entering the then they fight you stage we called it yesterday and then coincidentally happens a lot of shit started coming down it's all coming out at the same time that's not a coincidence either what happened with what happened with the truckers right i think really scared the living shit out of a lot of people in government because they realized essentially that their systems of control that they spent so long building could be easily circumvented. So we had an announcement today from the Biden administration essentially saying within the next two weeks, they're going to release an executive order on how to, quote unquote, regulate crypto, right? Um, you know, we, we covered it earlier as a matter of national security. This came out on the same day, right? FBI to form new digital currency unit as Justice Department taps new crypto czar. Like, check out the language. The U.S. Depart Justice Department has tapped a seasoned computer crimes prosecutor to lead its new national cryptocurrency enforcement team, announced on Thursday that the FBI is launching a new unit for blockchain analysis, and check this out, and virtual asset seizure. The creation of the virtual asset exploitation unit, very interesting wording, at the FBI comes on the heels of the Justice Department's largest ever financial seizure. And that, what they're referencing is the Bitfinex couple very suspicious that they kept a hundred thousand bitcoin on the cloud i don't know what to think of that but anyways the big elephant in the room was this this really fucking shows the cards of what the u.s government thinks of you what the u.s government thinks of the world anyways this was an announcement by a group of senators i might add it was a bipartisan announcement it's from the united states senate committee on foreign relations the u.s uh, u.s senators jim rish and bob mendez ranking members and chairman of the u.s senate foreign relations committee and bill cassidy today announced the accountability what the fuck is this? Accountability for Cryptocurrency and El Salvador Act. Legislation requiring a State Department report on El Salvador's adoption of Bitcoin, a cryptocurrency as legal tender, and a plan to mitigate potential risks 
to the U.S. financial system. Check this out. El Salvador is a tiny country with a very small GDP, and the fact that they're reacting this goddamn hard tells me that they're fucking petrified. Anyways, El Salvador adoption of Bitcoin as legal tender raises significant concerns about the economic stability and financial integrity of a vulnerable U.S. trading partner. Oh. Like, they care so much. In Central America, said Rich, the new policy has the potential to weaken U.S. sanctions policy and empowering maligned actors like China and organized criminal organizations. Our bipartisan legislation seeks greater clarity on El Salvador's policy and requires administration to mitigate potential risks to the U.S. financial system. Now, I'm going to read this twice the last time, and I highlighted... I'm going to read it normally the first time, and then I'm going to read it what I highlighted the second time, okay? El Salvador recognizes Bitcoin as official currency, opens a door for money laundering cartels, and undermines U.S. interests, said Dr. Cassidy. If the United States wishes to combat money laundering and preserve the role of the dollar as a reserve currency of the world, then we must tackle this issue head on. Now I'm going to read it, just the highlighted part. El Salvador recognizing Bitcoin as official currency opens a door... Undermines U.S. interests to preserve the role of the dollar as a reserve currency of the world. We must tackle this issue head on. See, if you take out all the mumbo jumbo, right, it reads completely different. Um, and again, why is this happening? Because they're fucking scared. Uh, the, here is Naim Bukele's actual reaction to this. Okay, boomers. He's totally right, by the way. You have zero jurisdiction on a sovereign, independent nation. We are not your colony, your backyard. Or your front yard, stay out of our eternal affairs. Don't try to some don't try to control something you can't control. And again, why are they releasing all this? Because they saw what was happening with the fucking truckers. Okay. Anyways, moving on to this. And here's the hypocrisy of it, right? And this is a beautiful, you know, the power of social media, power of the internet. Here, let's check out what Joe Biden had to say. Patients have a right to sovereignty and territorial integrity. They have the freedom to set their own course. And choose with whom they will associate. As long as they use the U.S. dollar. He left that part out. He left that part out. All the other shit, yeah. As long as they use the dollar, then it's all fine and dandy. All right, last last thing, which is a point of contention, right? We knew in the beginning of the year, we did an episode of it, that El Salvador was not self-custodying their Bitcoin. They were using some type of American company, which obviously, if they're releasing this shit, right, you know, puts them very, it makes them extremely vulnerable. Here is a tweet by Nick Camp Mine, friend of the show. Please take self take custody of El Salvador's Bitcoin keys so nothing bad happens. Here is a Ghost Nakati. I think uh, Exxon fixed that. And then here's Samson Mao, right, Chief. Uh, uh, science officer of Blockstream, there's nothing to worry about, right? And I know that Samson has been very involved with the volcano bond, and he has a lot of pictures of Naim Bukele. So again, this is the then they fight you stage, right? These, This is the nation state freaking the fuck out that, you know, we've been talking about this, we've been hammering this point in that th- this day was going to come. We didn't think it was going to come so soon. Um, and yeah, it, 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 look, at the end of the day, Bitcoin... It, 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 it takes away power from the mob. It takes away power from the federal government. It takes away power from the state, right, to essentially manipulate people through monetary policy. Bitcoin gives people a way to opt out, right? And uh, in, in this case, right, it's this nation of El Salvador stepping up to the plate, and they're saying, listen, I don't want to deal with your systems of control. Fuck that shit. 
um, I'm just going to, you know, opt out into Bitcoin. And I suspect, uh, especially the poorer countries that least benefit from the legacy financial system are going to follow suit. They're going to say, ah, look, it's a lot brighter over there. I'm going to follow. I think the U.S. government is starting to see it. And I think that especially if you live in a country that most benefits from the legacy financial system, like the modern welfare you know, democracies, really, like the United States, UK, Europe, really, they're going to try to fight to keep the power of the money printer alive as much as possible because they have these giant bureaucracies that depend on that shit, right? Um, so I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. I'm bullish on the U.S. because of how the government is structured here. Individual states have tremendous amount of sovereignty. So I see Texas, Florida, Wyoming becoming little Alamos, really. Um, you know, that's not just my opinion. You hear, I heard Je we, when Jeff Booth was on the show, I asked him directly, do you think it's going to become illegal in the United States? And he said specifically, no, there's going to be a revolution. What they're going to try to do, though, initially, the first avenue of attack is they're going to try to ban self-custody. Self they're going to essentially make self-custody this evil type of thing. They're going to try to capture it, right? And I think a lot of NPCs feel comfortable keeping their goddamn crypto NFTs on Coinbase, right? Um, and again, you know, the best, most powerful feature of Bitcoin is self-custody. Um, you have sent, you have Congressman Warren Davidson already trying to get ahead of the curve. He's trying to pass a bill essentially to prevent the U.S. government from, you know, banning self-custody. Then you have also Senator Cynthia Loomis that is also suggesting a bill to ban the U.S. government from releasing a central bank digital currency. I told you guys this is gonna get hairy. You're gonna have to pick a choose. You're gonna have to pick and choose between Bitcoin and freedom and slavery and central bank digital currencies. That moment has arrived a lot quicker than I thought it would. Phil, I you know as you were reading through that, I really felt that we were just essentially experiencing what the adult version, okay, or the adult slash government version is of a kid. Um, you know, whose friend isn't playing with him. So he goes to tell on his, he goes to tell on his friend to his parents. He goes, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell on you that you're not playing with me. And, and that's literally what I feel like we, we, we we're, we're experiencing. I mean, are you kidding me? The, and, and the, the absolute hypocrisy. Well, we, we got to nip this money laundering in the bud. Bros. It's always, it's always the thing. Money laundering, no. terrorism, money okay. laundering, terrorism, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they own the rails. Okay, so so let's let let's not let, like let, let's not be full of shit, right? They own the biggest rails for transferring money. We've already shown time and time again. Plus, we've had the KYC expert on here, Ron Paul, you know, who explained how much of those quote unquote um, rules that they put in place, right? How much that they actually help? They don't. Less than zero point one percent of the money is recovered. I don't even remember what the numbers are, but they're absolutely ridiculous. And we've said this before. They're wasting our time and our money on this crap. And the problem is, I I, I know that the you know we always go back to the whole, you know, Bitcoin fixes this, but it does because these people, these people are just so narcissistic and and just so completely insane that they're going to continue to print the money in order to fund these absolutely ridiculous laws, these ridiculous causes. Look, at the end of the day, we've already shown that all of this stuff, all it does is create checklists for criminals to then go 
and use the government rails and use the the system's banking rails in order to transfer all this money. So all of this nonsense, all of this, the, the terrorists, right? All of the, the money laundering, all of this around Bitcoin, this is absolute garbage. We've explained it before. It's pseudonymous, okay? So this is... This is just complete BS. And this goes back to the meme that we saw, right? Where they have us all paying attention to this show while freedom is on the other side and nobody's paying attention to it. Everybody's letting the freedom slip away for a bunch of garbage issues that, that we're not going to solve with their means. We, we simply aren't. The, the minds that created the problem are not the same minds that are going to create the solution. Not the real solution. They're going to create what they want so that it works in their favor. And 100%. that will not be a solution. 100%, dude. And, like, guys, it's going to get hairy. Take self-custody, run a node. Shinobius, uh, you've been seeing this play out as much as we have, right? You know, you like to hang out on Twitter, make fun of people. What are your thoughts on all this, dude? I'm glad that you came on this episode yeah. and all this was when we were covering this. What are your thoughts? What's your perspective? I mean, man, I've been trying to fucking bring up this concern and warn people about this since like right after the legal tender bill was announced. But I see a very big potential that this goes very badly for El Salvador. All it takes is U.S. sanctions to completely screw with their ability to get dollars in the country. And like most of their economy still runs on dollars. I mean, like Bitcoin is a huge tool for remittances and attracting capital there for plugging people into payment rails that are out in like the rural areas in the country. But like most of it runs on dollars. If the US sanctioned El Salvador really hard, like that whole like Bitcoin integration down there can just go haywire. Like if they can't get dollars, then ultimately after a point, if Bitcoin becomes the only thing getting money into the country, they eventually run out of dollars to redeem for people who don't want to hold that Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And the entire structure of the bill just blows up. Yep. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's like a point of weakness, right? Um, mm -hmm. The fact that, you know, and again, it, it, they could release another, you know, version of their, you know, another, another El Salvadorian currency, you know, backed by Bitcoin to kind of mitigate against that. But again, the political popularity of Nain Bukele, right, is going to get crushed if all of a sudden, you know, the people start hurting financially. So, yeah, dude, I, I think this is going to get absolutely ha hairy, especially if, right, this whole Bitcoin thing catches on. But the question is another another thing I wanted to bring up, right, is the government is losing the ability to, to create a narrative, right? We're seeing that with Joe Rogan, the response to censoring Joe Rogan. We're seeing that with the response of the whole fake Russia war thing. Like, everyone just doesn't believe it. Right. Um, and that ability didn't exist back in the 2000s. Right. You know, they were able to essentially convince, you know, enough portion of the population that the Iraq had weapons of mass destruction and start a war that created ISIS at the end of the day. The people the people in charge of these bureaucracies are absolutely batshit crazy and they're drunk on power and they're willing to go to whatever length to keep that power. Um, 
And I, I agree with Shinobi. I think that this is this is a direct threat, and let's see how far they take it. Phil, this is this is just absolutely. I, you know what? Um, I'm going to take a bit of a different angle on this. Um, I I I kind of think more of like the the violence aspect. You know what I mean? I mean, like, sure that they could, you know technically cause like a massive calamity with the you know with with the money and everything like that and the money flows but like you know i hate this i hate to mention the you know the assassination word but like that you know i mean don't get me wrong but like that's that's not out of their that's not out of their playbook you know what i mean like that's really not out of their playbook so the question is how far are they willing to take it well, don't get me wrong, but this is this is their bread and butter, right? I mean, imagine like the whole world. Imagine that I imagine that you get to issue the world's currency and you get to determine the value, right? And imagine or or imagine that you're the country put in place to quote unquote be the police for that uh, money spigot. Um, I, I I mean, these people are not just going to give up on this. You know, so I, I do get I do get kind of afraid. I mean, I totally understand the U.S. sanction part of it. And I think that, you know, Shinobius raises like very valid concern. But I, you know, I, I can't I can't help but think that, like, you know, some people, you know, some groups of people may want to just, you know, fight dirty. And in their minds, they're not looking at it that way. You know, they're they're standing up for freedom and, you know, and whatnot. You know, don't forget, you know, brainwashing goes very deep. Absolutely. So it's I don't know. It's scary times, man. This is weird stuff. It totally is. Shinobi, do you have any closing thoughts? Well, I mean, just I wouldn't put that, uh, you know, out of the cards. Like, the faster Bitcoin keeps growing and becoming a threat and integrating itself into the world, um, things are going to get crazier and crazier. And if, if things really just domino fast, probably going to get really fucked up for a while. How do you think people could protect themselves from that, Shinobi? Bitcoin, food, water, guns, and bullets. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I forget. I think it was um, it was Texas Slim that came on the show, right? Parallel economies, right? Localization. Um, yeah, get out of cities. Mm-hmm. Right? It's gonna get it's gonna get hairy. I definitely agree. Take self custody. Run a node and. Well, we'll try to stay on top of it. But anyways, Phil, there was an open source software release today. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Software releases. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out. CypherSafe.io. It's the best place to store your Bitcoin seed. The Cypher Wheel or the all-new Cypher Grid comes complete with punch tool and tamper-resistant wire. We've got Umbrel version 0.4.14 that was released. It is down below in the show notes. Guys, you know the deal. Rain or shine, we post unless we tell you otherwise. Don't forget to check us out on our audio-only platforms. We're talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. Guys, if you like Phil and I's threads, we wear them every day. We wear different sweaters. You can check out Represent. The website's down below. And you can take advantage of 15% off anything on the store. And I also want to give a very special shout-out to our awesome guest, Shinobius. You can go give him a follow at Brian underscore Trolls on Twitter. He is a professional shit poster. He likes to talk his shit with people on Twitter. 
I like his account. You should definitely give it a follow. Guys, that was the show. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. And of course, if you want to continue hearing the Bitcoin news from the plea pleb perspective and the catastrophic fails of these world governments, these nation states, um, definitely consider subscribing to Simply Bitcoin. And we'll see you on the next one, guys. They're not laughing anymore. We've entered the then they fight you stage. 